0: I'm Navjoitlada, Analysis Editor for the BMJ, and I'm joined now by Dr. Dan Morgan and Dr. Sankat Dhruva, two of the authors of a recently published analysis paper on a research agenda for medical overuse. And we're live at Preventing Overdiagnosis, where um, you've just presented your paper. So... Dan, first of all, can I ask you, um, how did this paper come about?
1: So this paper came out of a working group that formed at a meeting in 2013 at the Laun Annual Meeting, and the the focus was trying to uh, get a better definition of what research was in overuse, and uh, then over about two years of emails and conference calls, we sort of settled on to some common definitions and common items for research.
0: Okay, and um, why do we need a research agenda?
1: It's a good question. Um, there's growing concern that overuse is important, but it's not really clear how common it is or really how to define it and therefore how to, to study it better. So the, the real um, reasons for this paper is to come up with some standard definitions, some standard conceptualization of the causes of overuse and then some important targets for research over the coming
2: five years.
0: Okay, and Sanket, can you talk a bit about how you got involved with this paper?
2: Yeah, similarly, I was involved at the uh, LOWN conference in 2013, and I met Dan at uh, this working session where we spent a few hours discussing issues related to a research agenda for overuse, um, and at that time uh, got involved, and since then Dan led the group, which culminated in the paper being published just uh, last week.
0: Okay, and um, can you tell us a bit about what themes then emerged from these discussions and in your paper?
1: Sure. I mean, so we we tried to focus on things that had been accomplishments, just to summarize some of the good things that had happened, and uh, and some key things were that terms like overdiagnosis and overtreatment really have become more defined, um, that physician-led choosing wisely campaign and uh, the the Lown Right Care um, Alliance is formed. And, uh, and there's journal sections such as this one in and BMJ and, uh, and others, but uh, the, the real focus on what we need to do for the future is to have a better idea of what are the harms and the frequency of overuse, especially as it relates to patient care, so not with administrative data but really on an individual patient basis. Um, to ideally have public agencies or branches in a public agency that would monitor for overuse um, uh, evaluating how Choosing Wisely works to really see if that's had an impact on how care is provided, and, uh, and then improving some of the research infrastructure to have a better idea of, um, of, of how to do searches, to have standardized terms, to, uh, to have guidelines um, reflect overuse, and then finally to, uh, to, to have institutional review boards be more open to studies that look at potential for overuse.
0: Okay, and you've just spoken a bit about this here at the conference today. And I was there and there was a really kind of rich discussion um, that ensued afterwards. And so it seems to be a topic that people are really engaged with. um, And that's quite big to kind of grapple with. I mean, what do you see as being the big kind of priorities? I mean, what if we can only do one thing next? What would that be?
1: Uh, I mean, I think one of the themes that really came out from the discussion, it was just pretty animated and uh, you know, almost confrontational at times, was that we need research that's going to really influence the, the general view of, of the public and, and general providers. And so the, the hope is, is that some of the research that will come out of this will be stuff that will really be high profile and that will make people aware just that overuse exists and that care needs to consider overuse. Um, as well as underuse, but have a balance to to give patients the best possible care.
0: And Sankar, can I ask you the same question? I mean, what do you see as being the big priority?
2: Yeah, I'll definitely echo what Dan said, but I think one of the important issues is bringing, while there are many factors which lead to overuse, is bringing patient-centered care is the ultimate goal. And how can we bring this research agenda to be disseminated to a level of the clinician and also ultimately to the patient and many factors around that so that ultimately we can have patient-centered care where patients understand the risks and benefits of tests and treatments um, and they feel that they have a therapeutic relationship with their uh, healthcare practitioner so that they can make the most informed decisions um, when weighing those risks and benefits.
0: And I think you made the point during the discussion earlier that um you know we're in a room of people who are all on the same page and um, you know have all bought into this but how do you reach I mean not just patients but clinicians who maybe don't have the awareness of of this issue?
2: It's a very interesting issue that while we may be able to speak well with each other we also want to be able to speak well with the general practitioners um, in whatever fields I think one of the issues is we actually probably need research to understand um, how and why general practitioners or specialists would be interested in overuse and how they think about it and um and then be able to disseminate the findings which uh, uh on research on overuse to them um but i think that it's a very important area and it means really understanding perspectives and being able to speak about overuse overdiagnosis, overtreatment over treatment in a way that um Uh, that makes sense and that sits well with uh, other practitioners who may not have been exposed to these important issues.
0: Okay, Um, so much of the agenda that you describe is um, addressing questions, research questions that traditionally won't have been asked by funders of research. So where can we go to to find people who want to fund this kind of research?
1: Well, I mean, that was certainly one of the reasons for having a research agenda, is to try to, to bring this at- to the attention of uh, funding agencies. Um, I can probably speak better to those that are active within the United States, because that's really the the environment where where I have to survive in. But, um, you know, we're here at the NIH for a conference. Um, the NIH having some perception of this or, you know, some, some realization would be great. I think that they're probably kind of late um, to understanding it, because they're more biomedical-focused. Um, the Department of Veterans Affairs here has has been pretty good at actually um, funding some research on on overuse and de-implementation. Um, and then there's um, some of the, the private foundations that have, have done work. I, I know that uh, Robert Wood Johnson has uh, helped fund actually the conference where this started. Um, you know, and I think the similar um, organizations in the U.K. and, um, and Australia has had a, a big focus on this.
0: So hopefully it will just, it will become a growing a growing movement that um, funders will take more of an interest in.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think truthfully that the ultimate goal of overuse research is that it stops being overuse research and just falls into research and that we research underuse and overuse and that's part of cardiology or infectious disease right. or screening or whatever.
0: Now, what I found interesting during your talk was that um, a lot of what we've been discussing are quite big areas and they seem... Quite big to kind of take on, but actually there seem to be some kind of pragmatic quick wins as well. So things like the mesh search terms. So can you talk a bit more about those things that may be more achievable in the short term?
1: Great. Um, yeah. I mean, so one thing that uh, I, I'm almost certain is an accomplishment. I haven't seen it actually appear yet, but um, uh, there there were no mesh search terms for overuse, overdiagnosis, overtreatment, sort of the most standard terms in the field. And, um, and then through a research librarian, um, actually um, got in touch with somebody with MESH, and I think that's going to be incorporated into their revision that will be in 2016. Um, so that's great. I think that guidelines have started to show um, a concern for overuse, which has been controversial and there's been a lot of back and forth, like for hypertension guidelines, but that's been an improvement. Um, and. Um, And I think just the the awareness that's come about with Choosing Wisely um, has probably been, in the United States at least, the the most publicly visible evidence of overuse that um, has really changed at least the conversations I have outside of work.
2: Yeah, I would just echo what Dan said. I think that there's a lot of progress being made. Obviously there's a lot of big battles that need to be fought, but we're already hearing at this conference about small battles that are already being won. Um, with improvements in, for example, overtreatment of diabetes or even cholesterol. And one of the most important things is that we have a healthy debate about what is underuse and what is overuse, and that we have a good discussion about it so we truly understand um, risks, benefits, and different perspectives and um, other harms that may come up and, and what the ultimate benefits may be. So um, the more discussion, the more the people are talking about it at meetings like this, in journals and indeed in the news um, it makes the it means that we're making progress and I really uh, like Dan's point that hopefully this just becomes a part of what research is and doesn't get siloed into a whole different area.
0: Great well that seems like a suitably positive um, place to bring this to a close um, and hopefully the research agenda will continue to influence policy practice and research in this area so Dan and Sanket thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks so much. Thank you.